Okay, we are rolling. Uh, we are. And today we have a special guest. I don't know if he wants to use it, an alias. If he wants to use his own name, because your name is like, it's hard to track you down. Is it? It could be Bill Clinton. It could be Bill Clinton. Said. It could be Clinton Bill. It could be Clinton. Bill Clinton. Yeah, like the Rose Coco, the ones we were talking Bill about the Clitoris. other day. Bill Clitoris. Clitoris. So, Bill Clitoris, say hi. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Clitoris is a really nice name. I would put that on a t-shirt for sure. I would put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> But I like the word Bill Clinton, the name Bill Clinton. I think that one is the best for me. Do you like Monica Lewinsky too? <laughs> Everybody does. I feel like as a successful man, if you don't have a Monica Lewinsky, you're not successful. In your life. Like, how is it marrying? It's kind of pernicious as fuck though, because it implies that every successful man must cheat at, at least once in his life. Uh, I mean, shouldn't they? Isn't uh, cheating one of the things that makes you successful? No, no, I'm saying put it close to your face because oh, you're right, recording. Right. No, We're wait, doing something wait, different what? today. Yeah. Cheating is one of the things that makes you successful. You, yeah. sir, do not seem to believe in ethical capitalism. Ethical, ethical capitalism. I mean, I feel like there's, there's a lot of stress that comes with um, climbing your way to the top. So eventually you have to climb someone else's wife as you climb your way to the top. Because <laughs> it's like a de-stressing thing. It's a it's a thing that shows you the power is worth it because a lot of people want power because they feel like uh, okay I don't yeah. know they can so you don't think anyone can ever earn their wealth in an ethical manner no I think they you can you must throw a few people under the bus to but get it'll be very it'll be very difficult because looking at people who really climb the ladder the top most of the time they have to do something illegal they have mm. to step on people's toes on people's backs for them to reach there I don't think it's it's mm-hmm. really very easy. To be ethically, uh, to ethically rich, for you to be rich, sometimes you have to step on so many toes for you to be rich. I'm gonna play devil's advocate for a minute. And I'm gonna say because, mm. like, I, I don't know if you know Naval Ravikant. Mm. I don't know. Twitter. I've showed you this guy. Who I've seen him a, a couple of times. You mentioned it to him. Yeah, you mentioned him to me a couple the of times. YouTube video where he gets interviewed by Joe Rogan, but like the whole idea, like, like this, he has a pinned tweet mm. that has gone viral or went viral back then it was like how to get rich without getting lucky that's mm. literally the title of the tweet and one of the things he mentions in the tweet is that it's possible to be ethically wealthy because ultimately all it boils down to is have specific knowledge about something that people want people want a lot of shit and sometimes they don't even know it as long as you can provide it, people will be willing to pay you for it so if you realize for example people want to watch movies on demand you make a service, you charge them a subscription, and voila, you have Netflix. And well, why did you go with Netflix? I thought you were going to say X Hamster or something like that. X Hamster is like a very particular kind of movie. Why Hamster, though? <laughs> in terms of genres, because X Hamster is just porn. I wonder why they call it X Hamster. It's because of... I don't know why the Hamster For those of you who don't know what... I was going to give a reason and I realized I don't know jack shit. For those of you who don't know what X Hamster is, it's a project in Silicon Valley. (laughs) started (laughs) Where they get a hamster to fucking control a smartphone. And do X-rated stuff. But a lot of people tend to believe that the rich uh, don't get their... What? Genuinely or ethically. That's why there's been this whole uh, clamor about the submarine story. Where most people are making fun of it despite it being a sad story. That's something that I really wanted to touch on. Because um, for such a grim situation, a bunch of billionaires in a submersive world somewhat demising, meeting their demise. Mm. I know there's no such word. Well, you said the demising? Demising, I bet you demising has been used in a Nigerian music video. I will demise you! No, I like the way you demise. <laughs> yeah, but like 
for such a sad story, there's a lot of comedy circulating about it. A lot of comedy and, and a lot of conspiracy. It seems to imply uh, general hate towards the rich for the rich exactly. Mm. Because these guys were rich, right? I saw there was an Indian billionaire. Most of them were billionaires. Or was there just one billionaire? No, all of them were billionaires. Well, one of them wasn't a billionaire, but then one of them was a billionaire's son. And mm. he was with his father and the submersible. Technically, he was just an ordinary guy with a rich dad. <laughs> Technically. <laughs> but, like, a he lot be mentioned. said about this. Mm. A lot. And if you go online, you will find a bunch of information out there. Conspiracy theories. Not even that, like details of how exactly the submersible might have imploded or how exactly these people might have died. Mm. One angle that people aren't exploring, which Trevor so generously provided us with, is that it's quite possible the media lied about the whole thing. Lied about them being dead? Exactly. So what happens is Trevor is saying the U.S. Coast Guard knew by Monday, that is this past Monday. Wait, that's according to who? I, I believe it's borne out by like evidence online. Okay. I, he just Twitter provided, but I'm pretty sure it's something that you can Google. But the U.S. Coast Guard knew by Monday that the submarine had exploded or imploded, and they heard the explosion. And so, uh, basically, President Biden and the media were notified on the same day, but they chose to hide it. And what Angle Trevor is going to uh, is going for is that um, there were a lot of other news items happening at the same time, but the media chose to amplify this particular news item in order to misdirect our attention. Yeah, right? so some things about Russia. Right, exactly. So every day the media had a different story about the submarine to keep everyone glued to their screens. Either it was um, in increased viewership. Either it was um, on Monday, it was the sub disappeared. On Tuesday, they said that there were loud bangs being heard. And on Wednesday, they talked about how faulty the submarine had been because there's news online about how like there had been a fault discovered in the submarine before it went down, but then the CEO had insisted that it go down anyway. And mm. then um, on Thursday, it was all about oxygen and how they were going to run out of oxygen. And eventually, we heard the sad news that they all died sometime around Thursday. It's like Friday. a whole movie. So that's why no one trusts the media anymore because it's all about profit, not the truth. Apparently, with people occupied with the sub, no one was paying attention to other things that happened. For example, you remember Hunter Biden, Joe Biden. Yeah, son, Joe Biden's son, the, the, the drug addict. was being indicted for a scandal involving um, the Ukraine and um, how much money was invested in Ukraine, like, like, like arm, armaments uh, mm. companies. So he, his case was concluded. Because he, he the U.S. isn't supposed to be involved in that. He settled for a guilty plea deal where he was supposed to get like, um, I, I believe he had to pay like a certain kind of fine, but he would be like acquitted if he pleaded guilty. On the same day, J.P. Morgan was forced to pay $290 million for associating with Epstein. Remember Epstein, the guy who used to molest kids? Yeah. Exactly. Every Tuesday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and in the scandal, um, J.P. Morgan was found guilty of deleting a whopping 47 million emails in he regards to, to Epstein. He used right? to talk about child molesting on an email? Exactly. 44,000? Yeah. What were they talking about? Were they giving details? <laughs> I mean, Epstein is known to have hosted some high-profile people on Ooh, his we. island where like, um, a lot of children were involved, including royals across the world and the British royal family. I bet you if there's any pedophiles, they must be in the royal family. Exactly. And then um. another thing, which is even bigger, and I don't know why it never got featured as much, is that there was a coup in Russia. Mm. Basically, the coup was, really was coup? instigated by the Wagner Group. 
Wagner Group is some paramilitary group that Russia uses to yeah. like in, 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 what, get involved in different conflicts around the exactly. world. Exactly. Most people don't know about it. The leader is Yevgeny Prigozhin. And what happened is that uh, the, the, the president... Used to be put in chef. Yeah. <laughs> the premise behind the key is that he felt betrayed that these guys were not getting enough ammunition. Remember, Russia is in an ongoing war with the Ukraine. And this led to death and casualties. And he marched with 25,000 men to confront Putin. Now, Putin released a statement talking about betrayal and treason, but doesn't mention names when he announces the coup. And then less uh, than 24 hours later, the coup is over and everyone is happy. Now, the thing is, in the same period of time, the Pentagon in the United States lost $6 billion in a supposed accounting error. Lost in quotes. Exactly. But here's the thing. Just before 9-11, remember the September 2011 attacks? Yeah, sorry, yeah, 9-11, the September 11, 2001 attacks. Remember those? Yeah, of course. Exactly. A similar error was experienced by the Pentagon a day before 9-11. On September 10th, 2001, Secretary of Defense Ronald Rumsfeld declared war on the Pentagon bureaucracy over an alleged $2.3 trillion in unaccounted for funds on expenses. The next day, 9-11 happened, and the previous day's headlines were overshadowed by the start of the Bush administration's modern-day crusade, the War on Terror, supported by the mythical coalition of the willing in search of weapons of mass destruction and Taliban fighters. The $2.3 trillion was later quietly found, quote-unquote, to have just been a computer error. There is no evidence to suggest that the Pentagon lost trillions before 9-11. Every time the key military body in the United States is found in some kind of scandal, some sensational news is generated the next day that redirects our attention away from whatever is happening in the Pentagon. But here's my argument. I mean, that's just a bunch of billionaires who died in a submarine. Why was that important? They could have used any other news story that seemed more pertinent. It may not be important, but it certainly generated attention. Because guess what? Um, a lot of people like to bring up the fact that similarly migrants to the United States were lost They lost at a, a sea or something, yeah. Died. But that doesn't the same time. nearly as much attention in the media as, say, the story of six billionaires dying. Why? Because, on the one hand, sure, everyone doesn't give a fuck that a bunch of billionaires died. But guess Most what? people everyone's don't. Everyone's talking like... about it, and everyone's making memes about it. Our attention is redirected away from whatever other important news might be in airing right now. The memes have been crazy. We should show some of them on the... There's one I saw about... Uh, something about Asya Nasenya and Ababu Namamba. I think we've mentioned it three times in a row in the last couple of episodes. <laughs> I don't know. What's Clinton's opinion? I feel like we've, we've, we've really not included Clinton in this whole conversation. Mm. Uh, on the issue of Asia or on the issue of... Uh, on both. Billionaires. Maybe they're connected. <laughs> Asia and billionaires. Uh, maybe the issue of the billionaires because I, I, I tend to think that uh, those people who brought about divisions, mm -hmm. these divisions uh, in social classes, the rich versus the poor, the dynasty versus the suffering, see, all those things that were brought, especially by the Jews, I think, mm -hmm. they brought that thing to America to create divisions so that they can control the people easily. So that, that really uh, made people to incline towards the, 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 the side of hating the, 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 the billionaires because there's some sort of billionaires, uh, right. billionaires uh, colluding right. with the government right. to use the citizen taxes right. to at least enjoy life or invest in businesses and all this. That's why I say sometimes problems brought by the Jews, these social classes, mm. gender classes, all these things, mm. uh, 
they really contribute to the media side I I think I think it's true but also more importantly I think that what happened here is simply that um and I think it's worth considering as a conspiracy theory there are the powers that be mm. and every time there is so is the big gate the powers the big gate the powers the big powers the big gate the LGBTQ which, which those are the powers that big gate like we're kind of foreshadowing the topic on Netflix not showing LGBTQ movies yeah. because they got into an agreement with Kenya yeah but like we know that it was like the powers that be gay the powers that be gay the LGBT plus make it LGTV so community every time there is a piece of news a news item that implicates the establishment and they do not want the people to be aware of it and therefore rise against it they will find a way to misdirect our attention whether it is some kind of major scandal or like a disaster happening or like the coronavirus people also say the coronavirus may have been a psychological operation to like redirect it is, attention it is i think it is because all because let me tell you let me ask you if for example there is a pandemic mm-hmm. a pandemic a pandemic you need, you need not to be told by the tv that there is a pandemic you should see it right you next to you see it right next to you is someone Some dying coughing like <laughs> Yeah. Well, you probably think they have AIDS in Kenya. Yeah. Right. People always assume it's AIDS. So, so, so that 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 uh, ballooning of the problem by mm-hmm. the media is what make people an undue exaggeration, undue exaggeration. hyperbole. I mm. think that's the English word. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. you overstate. Like it's a hyperbole. It's the opposite of an understatement, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, like, like Trevor was like giving a few points to show that maybe the whole Russian coup thing. Might have also been some form of redirection. So I don't think it's entirely. Uh, I mean, it's, it, it is somewhat plausible because, first of all, there's people with a lot of money. Me personally, I thought it was. It could be like if I was to entertain any conspiracy theories, I thought the billionaires might have wanted to fake their own death, mm. and they have the means and the resources to make it go public, make it go viral. Because these are people. Imagine the life of a billionaire. This is a bit of an offshoot, but imagine the life of a billionaire. How stressful it is. Is running a giant no, I mean running a giant company there's a lot of big decisions you never know the anxiety that comes with that so what if they want to just disappear get out of the public eye they yeah, have the means to do that conspiracy theories around that like they staged their own deaths that's a pretty expensive way to stage your own death but a nice way to die as well $250,000 you're gonna go down in history as someone who was trying to I don't know break new break frontiers. new frontiers exactly even though you're still alive and you can no. enjoy your money in peace maybe it could be a tax issue like they had me to an important like discussion like i just like to segue really quick because i think this is worth debating do you think billionaires are justified to be compensated the way they are compensated so for example one of the popular arguments going out there is that, hey a ceo is paid i don't know 600 times or whatever the fuck mm. what a janitor is paid in the same company yeah. is it fair considering the burden of each of their occupations I think it's fair. It's more about Could you just li- really pause really quick. Well, we'd have to pause at, at the synchronized synchronized pausing. Yeah. And we are recording again. Mhm. Yeah? Yeah, we're recording again. So, these topics are very we serious like today. Cut off. Yeah, and you know there's weed somewhere in someone's system or some people's there system. There is a weed. There is a weed in all of us. A friend with weed is a friend indeed. Anyway, like what I was trying to say is Trevor did come up with some interesting theories. Like for example, it says that the CIA, remember the Wagner group is the group that instigated the coup in Russia. The CIA may have tried to buy the Wagner group to stage a coup as it is there in many other countries. Because remember this comes off of the back 
of six billion dollars found missing and um you know as far as the cia's accounting goes it was like golden accounting areas so like this may be a way to cover that up also Putin has been recorded in the past saying... Um, He's been putting in those statements. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he may have been in on the whole thing and got an additional $6 billion for weapons. But like he said many times in the past, the thing he can't forgive is betrayal. And the Wagner group was like an internal group that he controlled, like loyal soldiers were involved. So why would he let the Wagner group walk if they were actually rebelling? And also the Russian army was not called back from the Ukraine when all of this started. They continued bombing Ukraine as usual. But a lot of people don't even know much about the Wagner Group. I think we should tell them a bit more. So it's set up by Russia and it's very war... Why is Russia and the US? Why are they both so war-minded? Anyways, that's a story. That's a topic for another that's time, a, I guess. That's an interesting topic. <laughs> but it needs further so, so Wagner was started for, with the simple aim of just interfering or quote-unquote intervening in international conflicts for the it's benefit like a, of Russia. Like a, an SAS, but for Russia. But for the benefit of Russia. Not really, but I think, I think Wagner Group... Uh, was formed uh, majorly to hide uh, government uh, government operations because mm. most when you see uh, uh, this uh, Wagner group, most of the time when they when they go somewhere, they never leave the Russian footprint. They go there as private soldiers. The independent, because, yeah, mm. it's an independent. Uh, let me say like a company. Quote unquote, mm. yeah. Private it's a private military. Yes, oh, It's like like the yeah. it's like the Navy SEALs, you know, the mm. way they would be. But the Navy SEALs have a badge, though. Why no, supposed to be like when they go to kill Osama bin Laden or something, they're doing this undercover and you're like... I mean, we have cases where like some elitist um, unit of the US Army is tasked with going to start a coup or kill a leader, but you, they don't, you shouldn't be able to track them back to the United States. So if they die, they die with their identities and whatnot. But if they succeed, nobody's ever going to know them and sing about them because it was all in service of the country and it's kept hush-hush. That's the idea, right? Why is military power so looked down upon? Because if you think about it, the big superpowers of the world are all military powers. The US and the Russia, they spend heavily on their military and their war well, Yeah, systems. exactly. You have to be a military power to achieve any kind of um, superpower status. But I wonder why, because America has never really gone to war with, apart from like, the ones that they go and look no, out for. But America has one huge jewel in its crown that has seriously assisted its position as world power. Mm. And that is that it dropped the two first and probably only instances ever of atomic bombs on Japan in the 1945 um, World War II, right? Mm. As soon as they did that, they established military superiority, and that's why part of the reason why the United States has been such a revered superpower in the world up until now. It's about nuclear superiority and having nuclear, uh, nuclear, uh, you know, arms and whatnot. Yeah. As soon as you devastate Hiroshima and Nagasaki to that extent, people are going to be afraid of you. That's that's the United States' um, legacy up until this day. Mm, it's quite interesting. Uh, another thing that they said is that another theory is that there might have been a stalemate in the war, like between Russia and the Ukraine, right? So, like the trenches in World War One. Remember, World War One had like a lot of trench warfare, yeah, where they dig trenches and then nobody wants to cross over. It's like there's a no man's land in between, and there's like a stalemate because none of them wants to cross over it. Um, and basically, both sides. Um, hidden trenches without fighting. So the Wagner group retreats on purpose and the Ukraine army starts coming forward to gain more ground, thus exposing their position. So this is like like talking about like war tactics. 
Another thing that is to be mentioned here is that everybody was getting their news from Twitter. So after traditional media... The fake news or the real news? The real news. You always get the real news from Twitter. You never get the real news from traditional media. The idea here is that traditional media had been lying for a whole week about the submarine story, right? And then independent media were updating people on Twitter the whole day about what was happening in Russia, the Hunter Biden story, and so on and so forth. But you really have to take... The story about the kids found in a building in New York with like a dead trans woman and a bunch of condoms. What was that about? Wait, a bunch of condoms? Yes, kids. a bunch of kids. Wait, wait. Oh, you said condoms. Condoms. What? So there was a dead... Let's do the maths. So there, there were children. First of all, there were multiple children. A bunch of condoms and a bunch of kids found. So the in so the children were supposed to fuck the transgender person, or because vice the, versa. because no, transgender the transgender has one dick or, or two. Who knows how many transgenders? How many dicks does a transgender? I mean, have? if you have like a bunch of kids tied down, you can just like fuck them one by one. But would you need that many condoms? Yeah. It was the kids who were died. supposed to fuck the transgender. I mean, if you were fucking. And maybe they did. They fucked her till they till they died. How did the transgender woman die? This is such a weird story. I don't know. I, maybe she died of something unrelated to fucking. I, I don't know why we're assuming. <laughs> there are so many things unrelated to fucking. But, but, but why are we saying my, she? My question is why? Why are we so? Why, why are we having so many people that are turning trans, lesbian, and all those uh, later later social group, the LGBTQ? Right. Why, 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 why do we have all this? And who benefits in all this? Uh, shenanigans that happen in America. People who love letters benefit because they have LGBTQIA. Plus, it's like I think a, it's an important question. It's like a premium membership. Like, plus. you know, I, and this might be like foreshadowing and all that, but we did talk about like Netflix not showing LGBTQ movies. But like, here's the thing. Hmm. On Netflix, almost in every movie or series, there is a token gay couple Yeah, that's going to show up. There is a general agenda in popular media to push the idea that homosexual couples, whether male or female, are mainstream. Having a, that there is definitely some kind of uh, a scheme to make us believe this shit is okay. No, but it's part of the formula. Having, uh, having that token gay person is almost like a prerequisite nowadays because otherwise but people are underrepresented, in quotes. Why is this? Why, where is, where is this I mean, I don't see an agenda to overrepresent left-handed people. <laughs> like a standard, seven percent of the people in the world are left-handed. But does right? that? Which that's I not guess significant. Is probably the same statistic for like gay people as well. Like I think the thing with people in the world are truly gay. Because the question is, wait, wait. Um, so the other one, the fake gays. Why are we seeing an overabundance of left-handed people being exalted on mainstream? The thing is, we're seeing gay people. Being that doesn't have as much shock value. People, men kissing on the streets, oh my god. Society's gonna be up in arms. People using their left hand, oh, oh my god, that's such a big deal. Right. I mean, some people are right-handed, but they lose, use their left hand to jerk off. But you see, I don't think so, it's about shock value. It's not, because it's not foreign. about, like, wowing us. I think the thing is about brainwashing. No, the thing is, I'm it's saying that's why... It's about making us think this is normal. So the next time you're going out on the streets and you see a gay couple, because you've seen it in so many series and movies, you think this is okay. I would, be, I would tend to believe that it's couples. because probably there's a lot of gay people in power who want to come out. So they want to make the world okay with them coming out. So it might just be that there's a lot of closeted homosexuals and transsexuals and all those other flags that we saw. Do you think they have as much power though? Do you think that um, the gay people, you know the way they say like Jews have so much influence in the government? Do you think that gay people have equal value? I don't think all the gay people in the world... Or in the government. <laughs> yeah, I don't Mark think if they Mark. held hands, they'd have as much influence in the world. I don't think this the is handshake. about like making gayism mm. okay as much as it is about 
redirecting our attention and, and dividing us further but also and i've heard this a lot of times before people saying that in terms of like destroying the family unit and depopulating africa and that's a really far-fetched conspiracy theory but like no, promoting the like, lgbt agenda in africa is going to help with that i mean it is viable because if you get uh men marrying men women marrying women of course there will be no uh, uh further generations apart from from the two so in right. 90 years of 20 or 50 years we don't have any other person in the next generation and the people don't have the hairs which, right but what you need to know is that this depopulation climate change and blaming of the jews right all all these stuff they really have an origin which is i think 1940s or 1910s when the banking system of america someone's playing mugidi in the background was, uh, <laughs> Mugili country music. I don't know what that was. Guys, I just want y'all to know that before this recording, we had a whole session where we listened to some of the most random from different parts of music. Africa. From different parts of Africa, and somehow we like got into a rabbit hole where we listened to some old school bongo. It was a very deep rabbit hole. It's a very deep. Hole. Very well lubric- lubricated. Fuck, lubricated. That's what he said. Yeah. Well, he didn't <laughs> say it in those many words. Anyway, you were saying Clinton. I, I was speaking about. Uh, the, uh, the issue of depopulation mm-hmm. because when 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 you when you when you see somebody sitting down and thinking of oh we need to depopulate the world what is the reason behind that they don't like seeing what black people what is the reason behind because uh when you see somebody like uh let me say uh this uh the, the chairman of, of the wf klaus kwab yeah klaus kwab uh, always giving lectures on how to reduce the population every time, every day. Every, they sing these things to the citizens' uh, ears, and they think it's normal. They come with climate change and all this stuff. All mm. these uh, reasons, all these. Uh, and there's a whole agenda. debate around yes, whether yes, climate yes. change is even real. Or because not. Well, look at the look at the uh, definition of climate. Daily weather changes over 30 or 40 years. So after 40 years, so climate change is a tautology. We expect the climate will be different. That's an interesting angle I've never heard. Yeah, from like from your your very definition of climate change is faulty because <laughs> it's a it's a tautology. Are expected to change. It's a tautology. Yeah, so so why would you say climate change is a problem? There's, there's, there's nothing nothing bad with climate change. Right. And of course, what we know if 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 oil is is, is comes natural from the ground. Mm. Even if we use oil, uh, there are very few statistics that say that use of CO2, uh, use of CO2's emissions or whatever uh, causes uh, climate change. Very few studies have shown truthfully that uh, climate change is caused by uh, this uh, carbon emission. Mm. So all these things called climate change and all this uh, zero, zero, net zero economy or mm. net zero something, net zero countries all these things are, are uh, inclined towards inclined towards the population because see so i was thinking something random just uh, to interrupt there because you talked about fossil fuels and fu- fuels coming from the ground right. i wonder if they'll ever be able to use the fat from uh bbls you know the big brazilian butt lifts because that's fat right <laughs> <laughs> they can probably use it as energy brazilian butt because you remember we, we talked about <laughs> we talked about what this the fuck, bro? no i was talking about energy sources because they took this so far away. <laughs> We were trying to be serious. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get moment. there. No, but I'm just saying, we talked about how uh, archaeologists in the future might discover some of our skeletons in our bodies. <laughs> like and they'll find people with abnormally large butts. Yeah. I mean, that's done. That's actually being done. Let's use... Biomass energy. Yeah. 
fuel. Biomass energy is such a good term for using shit for power. What, what was the word? Biomass energy. That's what bio. they call it. I think it comes from yeah, yeah biomass. Bio call it shit. Yeah, bio. Anyway, so imagine the archaeologist finds like I don't know skeletons or remains of people with BBLs would be like they used to have energy sources in their bums so they could propel themselves forward. How, how would they know that this is BBL? <laughs> yeah. Why did we evolve? Because it's an energy can source. Can I tell you something weird? Mm. Biologically, <laughs> biologically, <laughs> BBL. Brazilian, biologically. Yeah. <laughs> can I tell you something weird? Mm. Every freaking animal out there every ape actually has no like the no butts are not substantial yeah baboons chimps bonobos you name mm. why because they have tiny the butts about taking a shit in the wild yeah here's one thing about taking a shit in the wild. yeah is that when you're shitting just one first of all anatomically speaking having huge um glutes mm makes it really hard to shake your asshole. What? Like, <laughs> you no, listen, hear me out. Wait. Is it like, you, when you, uh, shit, you know how animals clean their shit up? They take a shit and then they, you know, like do the whole shake and then the shit gets the, the, off. Because the shakes there's no McKenna. glutes in the way to like, like, like obstruct the shit falling off. This is so but graphic. Like this literally is so graphic. around our anus. So like, you take a shit. <laughs> Even when you sit on the toilet, your butt cheeks have to be apart for you to what shit. And then you have to wipe yourself. A baboon doesn't what have to the fuck is this? because there are no butt cheeks impeding <laughs> the flow of the good stuff. So what? they shake their butt and then they walk what? away. But humans are the only apes out there with what substantial the glutes. Right? Where like you take a shit and like <laughs> my butt is just like you know fucking like buns, they're just together. Okay, okay. Okay. Okay, okay. And then move on. Alright. So BBLs for energy. Because no, I'm just saying humans are unique is all I'm okay. saying. Okay. Compared to other apes. <laughs> There were so many more ways you could have said that without having to use the the words my cheeks are like buns. And then in that the order. Thing. Here's the other thing, right? Buns Glutes mm. play such Buttocks. an integral role in sexual attraction for humans. I wonder why. You though. don't see in other apes. Why is it? Like you don't see chimps going like, oh my gosh, she has a great ass. Why do we like but big in butts? humans, we're so fascinated by glutes. Like literally, yo, bro, this is like the sewage system. Well, it's not really. It's just cheeks. Why are you sexually attracted to it? I think it's more about the flesh. It's not just the, the ass, right? There's it's also, also the fact there's that also it's boobs because they're around, you know. It's a signal voluptuous. for like, 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 like fertility. And, Having a big butt is a signal of fertility. Like a, the way a woman with a wide hips is sexually attractive. But those are hips. Those wide hips allow you to better care. Yeah, but like you can't. Fat have a ass is not going to do anything butt. for birth. You can't have a substantial butt without indicating that you have a substantial womb. It's like huh? a marker. So a big butt means you have a big womb. You have like a, a, a wide womb. You have a substantial butt means like your pelvic floor is like... It can support wide. all that weight. Exactly. So your womb has more space. So you're better able to bear a child this is or deep. twins or triplets or whatever than a woman who has like small hips and a small butt, right? So if you so want like, twins, go for the big butt. I mean, that's what's happening undercover in the male mind. But oh, like shit. outwardly, it's like, oh my gosh, she's so sexy. She has you don't even butt, know right? why you like it. Internally, you're doing the whole calculation. You're like, seeing she's twins. She's better childbearing than the next woman. That's that's what's making you attracted to her. Interesting. You know? Yeah. Okay, so we, back to... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that I'm sorry, guys. I pulled us so far away. Minds away. I pulled us dumbfounded, y'all. But then at the same time, I was trying to reel us back. I don't even know where where this came from. 
No, but we were talking about like like I think he was talking about something. You know, yes, right? yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Something was but, coming from him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't okay, know why. Okay, so so as 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 I was saying. Mm-hmm. All these agendas and that depopulation, mm. I think they all point to one link, which is control. Because once depopulate, controlling three people is easier than controlling a hundred people. So, right. so if they mm. depopulate the world, they can control us better in small, small gulags. The way they do in China, get a right. building with 4,000 people in one building, they right. have everything. Even people don't need to go to work outside the building. This right. is a gulag. That was in Auschwitz. Auschwitz. I have an also popular opinion, though. I think the reason they might want to depopulate Africa is because, to be fairly honest, Africa is a burden on so many countries. Because it's a burden. Yes, like it's an, an economic burden. So the more people there are, the more of a bigger it burden like it becomes. It's an educated insult. It is because. Yo, Africa, you are an economic burden. You're an economic, it's, it's, you know, economic. A burden, though. No, but here's the thing we have so much must foreign debt. They depopulate you. It, they are burdens, but they, they, they burden like, okay, is so created. Burden hood is created by the West. You understand? You can't yeah. say Africa is a burden because you if you if you remove all these isms, Africa used to be a cash like capitalism. But that's the thing. People yeah. want to take advantage, and the only way they can do that is if they give foreign aid. So they still have to have they reluctantly have a relationship with Africa, a, de- a, a relationship of dependency. Or at least Africa owes them a bunch of money. Though. Exactly, but <laughs> it's not gonna pay back if you don't. If the if the political situation is a prob- is a mess, then it's likely gonna affect their investments within Africa. Mm-hmm. So they try and keep everybody together, keep the monkeys in the bed, in the zoo. Right. So that's why they would want to depopulate or at least reduce the growth of Africa because it's a bigger burden. It's like growing your family every single time, even though you know you can only but, afford okay, two kids. I have kids. a question for you, Quentin. Yeah. Um, do you think there's a racial angle mm-hmm. to the push to depopulate Africa? I think there is because when you see who who are the people pushing this agenda of uh, depopulation, mm-hmm. they're the Jews, the ones who control the banking system. You understand? Right. So once the uh, the Jews, you see, the, there was a book I think uh, written by uh, a Russian called Solzhenitsyn. Mm. Uh, name like that, mm. and he was talking about the agenda of the Zionists, mm. the Zionists of the Jews. Mm. Their main aim, Zionists, they, they, under the inferiority complex, they were a little population, and they said, "Ah, oh, no, we can't be this." And uh, according to our Torah, it is written that we are supposed to rule the world. The Jews so let's rule, rule the world. Mm. Yeah? So let's rule it, mm-hmm. despite our, our, our small population. Mm. Let us, let us. Uh, Forge forward together and let and conquer. So what they did, because you see, they had really infiltrated the banking system of uh, the Western Europe, Eastern Europe. Mm-hmm. So those bankers were the people who were supposed to help them in their agenda, the depopulation agenda. So right. they depopulate uh, the Gentiles, who are the white, were the Europeans, right. and, and as as themselves, the population grow. You see, once you you are the majority in population. Uh, ruling the rest is easy. I think that's pretty easy. That's the 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 uh, the angle I will try to look at look at when it comes to the uh, uh, issue to deal with racism mm. in, in this depopulation agenda. But so why once Jews want Africans dead, they seem to hate everyone. See, I think so I think why it's, they have it's, a particular hate it's, it's just it's just hatred. You see, it's like the way you you hate a robber. I think it's the way they hate other races. Mm. You understand? Because mm. I see, I look at this person and he looks like the way you see some Muslims, sometimes our Sometime brothers, oh. <laughs> <laughs> our Muslim brothers talk about uh, kafiri. 
Right. You look yeah. like Kaffir. a dirty person. You yeah. see? Something like that. <coughs> the way Jews uh, see the Gentiles. <laughs> and the Gentiles, they refer to the Christians or the, the people of Western Europe. So I think their main agenda topple the entire population and they take over so that they can have a, I, I right. think in the, in the Torah they, they have been told that they will have 2,000 slaves each after they take over the world from what the, the Gentiles. What is up with people and slaves? Like slaves and virgins and all that, like all these 72 virgins, 2,000 slaves. Why can't it be 2,000 friends? What the fuck is happening in heaven that you need to torture people? Why do you need to fuck 72 virgins? And how is that the, the, like, the, the... What the fuck are you? That's the high point of your life. You go to heaven so you can do that shit? So I can fuck 72 virgins. You can't do it on earth. I walk for this shit. You can't do it on earth. I'm my neighbor for this shit. You can't do it on earth. You can't have slaves on earth. But when you go to heaven, oh. Oh, I you gave just the wait. poor money, and I and I didn't kill, and I didn't steal, so I can fuck seventy-two virgins when I go to heaven. This is such a weird motivation. There was an have. interesting argument about the seventy-two virgins. You need seventy-two exactly because it takes seventy-two women to have the experience of one woman who's not a virgin. We, we had. <laughs> I remember that. It's like because like one experienced woman is equivalent to seventy-two virgins. But what the fuck are those? Why seventy-two virgins? How many virgins are there in heaven? Numbers like what seventy-two? And do they stop being valuable? They they stop being valuable once they're no longer virgins. You know how forty-two is counted online as Mm. the answer to life, the universe, and everything. Yeah. The number forty-two pops up a lot. Yeah. Was the thing? So does sixty-nine. Actually, it all comes. I mean, of course. But then you know, sixty-nine, forty-two, four twenty. It's like yeah. The number forty-two is a lot more prominent, right? Mm. So the thing is, is this book written by Douglas Adams, a very funny British author, and you know the weed I'm not smoking has run out of fire, so you can mind it up. So like, um, it's called wow. the Hitchhike, the Ultimate Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, and it's about like um, a random um, <clears throat> human being. If I was a hitchhiker, I would buy that book. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's so funny because he has. The random hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy is an actual like like tablet or book. Yeah, that I've, I've heard of it. Guides you yeah. to the galaxy. One of the things it tells you is, like, it was written in huge words on the uh, on the on the on the covers. Like, do not panic. That's the number one rule when you are exploring the universe. Do not panic. You get it? Yeah. And one of the things is that as a hitchhiker to the galaxy, you should always carry a towel because towels are so fucking useful. You can you might get wet. You're sweating. It might help you hang from a building. It might help you escape. You can use it as an impromptu rope. If it has the weirdest ideas. It was like anyway. The idea behind Forty Two is that um, the story is that a bunch of people, like a very advanced alien race, decided to build a piece of AI mm-hmm. to help them answer the question to life, the universe, and everything. So they built a huge supercomputer and it took them like 10 billion years to build it, right? And the whole idea was that this supercomputer was supposed to figure out the li- the answer to life, the universe, and everything. Mm. And they built it, it did the whole processing, and then on the day when it was supposed to reveal the answer, all of the aliens came in like a huge assembly and they wanted to hear this shit like a whole parade. Mm. And then they were like, okay, so supercomputer, what is the answer to life, the universe, and everything? And then the supercomputer blurts out, 42. And you're like, that took them back? Like, what do you mean 42? Mm. Like, what does that mean? And then the computer is like, well, you asked me to figure out the answer to life, the universe, and everything. 
you didn't ask what the question was. That's kind of stupid. Like, like, it came up with an answer still. It's a very snarky answer. I would no, be like, fuck your computer. Is it I would hold a public ritual to burn that computer. Six times seven? Or, for example, what's how many Indians does it take to change a light bulb or something? Like, how many like Indians does it take to change a light bulb? Why? How many possible answers can 42 be the answer? How many possible questions can 42 be the answer to? How many tribes are there in Kenya? How many it's tribes not 42. are there in Kenya? It's not 42, though. It's, so it doesn't it's work. a lot larger. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's 42. like how is it like 60 ethnic tribes in Wait, wait, yeah. wait. It's going to 60. I think all Sudanese are the same. What the hell? No, I mean. You want to elaborate? Yeah, because they're human. They're human, right? Like when you meet like a Sudanese in Kenya, you're like, are you from the Dinka tribe? Like nobody cares. That's the they're ones Sudanese. we meet. That's the ones we meet in Kenya. But they're like, there's such diversity among the Sudanese. <laughs> well, maybe there is. They don't even speak the same languages. Yeah. Me. It's like how people think the Luya are a tribe. You know, but they do look the same though. There's the Maragoli, there's the Wanga, there's so many Luya tribes. <laughs> and they're. The languages were mutually intelligible and not entirely similar. But most well, Sudanese people, Kenda, most like Sudanese people look the same though. Which one the Kenda? Like the Miji is like, Kenda is like nine tribes because Mji is village. Mm. So, Giriyama, Siju, Wachogo, Wanais, all those are Miji Kenda. Wanais? They all have different languages, bro. Isn't Wanani a song by Willie Paul? Willie Paul Hattie. Oh, that's Bahati. Yeah, yeah Willie Paul. So my if we ever interview Willie Paul, we'll make fun. Back to the number 42. Mm is that after the computer told them hey the answer is 42 the answer to life the universe and everything is 42 and they're like we don't understand what the fuck that means the computer was like well you didn't ask the question so they built a whole other supercomputer, and this one had to be even more complicated than the first because its task was finding the question to life the universe and everything so later on they get the question you can then you know cross-reference it to the answer and finally you know like everything makes sense this was supposed to be even more sophisticated and it was supposed to take another 10 billion years to build and it even had organic parts and that supercomputer was the planet earth with humans on it and so for 10 billion years throughout our evolution and the planet developing and everything our entire purpose as a race has been to figure out the question to life the universe and everything Mm. And in the story, there's a weird twist. So, right, like, right when one random girl in a coffee shop suddenly gets like a huge epiphany, she's like, oh my god, I know the answer to life, the universe, and everything, the other gets like demolished, it gets destroyed. Or she gets run over by Because some other alien race, uh, race that was trying to build a highway through a super highway, an expressway, space thought the earth was in the way. It's like, yeah, we gotta bulldoze this shit. And that's how the question to life, the universe, and everything was lost with the destruction of the earth. That's the ultimate hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy. But reeling this back into the billionaires who died in the in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> the hitchhiker's guide to the ocean. To the ocean and submarines and billionaires and <laughs> underage children. Right. So what do you guys think in the comments? I think with that we should probably close, but I would like to say... No, we shouldn't close before this guy tells us about caption. No, there's a bit more as well. We haven't done our intro, I just realized. We even haven't done a liquor review. Wow, we were having Jack Daniels. We're drinking 42 minutes. But we can do our intro at the end. Jug Daniels, guys. We can do our intro at the end. Keg Keg is Jug Daniels because he comes in a jug. Really? Jug Daniels. Oh, yeah. I know that jug. It's like like the Kikombe. So we're having Jack Daniels. Kikombe. We so I was like, we, our intro is, this is Think Shack, I'm Jean, and that's Ramsey. And this is the podcast where we do our intro towards the end of the, of yeah, the show. Yeah, because fuck you. But Clinton can Where tell us a few are. things about so whatever he wants to say. What have you been finding, what have you found that's interesting in the world this week? Uh, 
The world, uh, I've just observed how how uh, the aspect of control can be turned on and off at, at, at any point. BDSM, yeah? It's just a... Uh, Spanking. Yeah. That control. Christian Grey. You choke yes, that yes, deck. Yes, yes, yes. Fifty because Shades of Grey. Fifty Shades of Grey. I have a really nice joke, which is like, dogs can't see color. They only see Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> because they see in black and white. There's always some shade of so grey. So dogs are freaky, yeah? color, like, a, like we do. Dogs are freaky. They only see yeah. Fifty Shades of Grey. That's the only thing they watch. They see Fifty Shades of Grey. They don't even watch X Hamster. It's just BDSM. But yeah, so the, the Samson is definitely in the gray area of what is acceptable sexually. So Imagine watching black and white porn. That's frustrating. You don't even know what color the panties. Did you are. know that's where the name Fifty Shades of Grey came from? From what porn? It's because things are either black or white or gray. Black being morally unacceptable, white being morally acceptable, gray is being somewhere in the middle. What about so light Shades of Grey means like we're looking at things sexually that are in the region where like you're not sure whether they're acceptable or unacceptable and they come in so many different flavors. I tell you what's not a Fifty Shades of Grey. If you suck a dick, you're gay. It's a gray area. That's not a gray area, that's a black area. <laughs> it's black or it's white. What if it's a woman sucking the dick? Is she gay? Well... If you're a man, okay, let's say if you're a man and you suck a dick, you're gay. Even if it's your own. What if someone held a gun to your head? <laughs> Even if what it's if your you're own. you're in jail and they, pro- they you're still that gay. they would fuck you in the asshole if you didn't suck their dick. And you're like, I would rather suck a dick than be fucked in the asshole. I need <laughs> to survive. <laughs> is that still gay? But sucking a dick takes effort. You have to put your hands on it. What if this guy is Getting fucked in the ass just takes effort. not a- gay. But if you suck my dick, I will give you... 15 billion shillings right now. That's a no very rich gay person. Asked, transfer to your account. And you're like, okay, I'm not gay. <laughs> no, no, you're gay. Your dick, but I really need 15 billion That's shillings. That's gay right still. <laughs> you did some gay things to get rich. You're still gay. You can argue that in the comments, but if you do any sucking... What if you're in sucking, prison and someone forced you to suck a dick? Like, they held you. You can never be forced to suck a dick. They took your head. They can't force your breathing, because sucking involves and breathing. And they fucking held your nose, so you couldn't breathe. Well, you don't have to suck. Well, the minute you open it, someone just stuffed a dick in there, like... That's a lot of variables. <laughs> you can still clench your teeth, yeah? Anything but that. Like, take out my teeth, but I'm not going to suck anything. This should be a short. Yeah, that'll be a long. I'm... <laughs> that, that's what she, that's said. what she said. Yeah, the gay guy. This turtle looks like he's running away from the from the question. <laughs> this turtle's like, I'll fly out of here, bitch. I realized Clinton was saying something about control, and we turned it into BDSM. You ever notice how there's such a similarity in the evolution of aquatic beings? Do you know turtles have large dicks? Did you know? Okay, <laughs> it's really disgusting if you no, look it up. Like, wait, wait a minute. This is okay. <laughs> it's a whole conversation. Let me okay. make my point for you. Make yours. Right. I know we're gonna talk about long and spiral turtle dicks. Yeah, yeah. The turtle dick. It's horrible. It's guys. I know it's gonna be weird. Someone in the audience is gonna be like, "What do you mean you see a turtle dick? What were you doing?" <laughs> he was looking for it. I mean, you look for it on the internet. It's like I seen it in a video. A music video. A, a, a Google <laughs> search. Because Jean recommended it. The video. point I want to say is that Jean was the only one that told me ever, Google Turtle Day. And never in my life have I been like, let me Google Turtle Day. That was the first time ever it was Jean's fault. It's because, I'll tell you what, it's because if you Google turtles having sex on YouTube, it's the most hilarious <laughs> thing you'll ever you see. Google it's the most hilarious thing you'll ever you see. Because the, the male turtle. Rabbit hole, like, it's not a rabbit hole, it's a turtle hole. Have sex. It's not a rabbit hole, it's a turtle hole. <laughs> Anyways, so I was saying, it's the funniest thing because the turtle climbs on the female and then goes, ah, 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 ah. So men it's who are true. scared to moan and turtles are just going like, ah. having sex, so you'll see. It's, it will the make your day. The turtle crawls ah, on top of the female ah, and it's fucking, ah. Ah. 
And that's the male. The female <laughs> says nothing. Make, I swear. Try that during your next BDSM session. Like when you're about <laughs> to come and like, ah! <laughs> and you could be talking with so much bass. Like, yeah, take that dick. You'll never see no, that girl again. But like what I was trying to say, which is a lot more serious and a lot more mature. About turtle dicks though? No, it was about turtle oh, Okay, flippers. okay. Like right. did you notice a similarity in the evolution of aquatic animals with animal animals in that they both what? have limbs that look like wings. So like oh, yeah. fish are thin and birds have like wings. Yeah. So it's like the whole idea is like flapping like like taking a whole scoop of air and just like moving mm. it like that's the exact same way fish swim okay i think that's a bit of an exaggeration because even in water it's more like flippers they're different things it's the same thing as wings because that uh, wings are supposed to push air back to but even legs elevation. are supposed to push the ground back with, with that logic legs are supposed to push the ground back too yeah but they're not shaped like wings my point is turtle <laughs> they're technically shaped like wings you see that what kind of fucking <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Like look at turtle flippers. They look like wings. Like the turtle has wings in the picture. Of they the look turtle, like boomerangs. Like has wings, right? What do you think? And they look like bird wings. What do you? Almost. What do you think? Uh, what I think is, uh, is that uh, or shark fins. Let Clinton say what he at, thinks. When you look at uh, all the organisms, I tend to think they have some sort of one or two similarities, whether in water, whether on ground, or whether in air. Mm. When you look even from their cell structures, when right. you look at their cross-sections, the symmetry, and all... The Fibonacci think, sequence. Yes, I think, I think these things are just connected. What does the Fibonacci sequence have to do with anything? He's talking about the sequence that's in everything, the design, the universal. the official and the structure. Wait, is it Fibonacci sequence? What is the golden standard? I mean, it is a sequence, but I just want to like get why you... Because he's saying everything... No, because he's saying... Randomly threw it in there. He's saying that everything has a similar structure if you look at the cells. And I'm yeah. saying the Fibonacci sequence is that theory that presumes that everything was made during that... Like using that ratio. That shit. ratio. I, mean, I don't understand what they mean, but it's no, similar to what he's saying. It's like, for example, um, Fibonacci sequence in humans. Like, the face... Has to be... This, t- this much larger than the Fibonacci whatever. sequence is a sequence discovered by Leonardo Fibonacci, an Italian mathematician. And you notice that there was a certain pattern in the reproduction pattern of rabbits. Of course. So you have one rabbit, and then you get a female one. Mm-hmm. Not male. This one was male. Of course. No gay rabbits. No gay rabbits. So now you have two rabbits, and then these ones straight start, ones, and then they get like a little rabbitlet or whatever. Immediately. That's three rabbits, and then now these ones fuck again and get two other rabbits Wait. this is like a real like 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 incest you, you're like 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 um it's like the sequence that really happened proliferation happens, pattern yeah. for rabbits and you get two two rabbits. three and then as these ones grow they're gonna perform a bit of incest and then they have three more rabbits just a little bit eight rabbits mm. and then so on 13 rabbits 21 rabbits 34 rabbits and people notice this like also in like a lot of things in nature so for example Let's say uh, eventually you, you end up with a the human face. You will find that the length of the face is about the ratio of the length of the face to the width of the face is about three to two. Yeah, exactly. Like three units versus two units. Three and two are Fibonacci numbers. Mm. Or if you look at like pineapples, pineapples have like a system of spirals going down, right? Because mm. little things, right? You find that there are like maybe thirteen spirals going down clockwise and eight spirals going down anti-clockwise. Those are Fibonacci numbers. You go to like sunflowers, sunflowers have spirals because like this is like a big flower, like like sesame seed things going around. So the clockwise spirals are usually about 34, the anti-clockwise ones are usually about 21. Mm. When you make a building, 
if you make the facade such that the length of the facade is three units mm. versus the width of the facade being two units, people tend to go like, oh my god, that's beautiful, I mm. love it. And you see a lot of this in Roman and Greek architecture. They always make sure Fibonacci ratios are respected in that. The shell of a snail, the spiral shell of a snail, follows Fibonacci ratios because the shell can be built by building like squares so you have like a square one unit long and then another square one unit long and then underneath them a square two units long and then a square here three units long and then if you draw like a spiral that goes like like this it tends it tends to you know they can't see your drawing right yeah so guys <laughs> go fucking google it How yeah we're not your spiral it's all over youtube so the, the spirals tend to follow the full Fibonacci ratio thing, and it's seen in all snails, mm. which seems to be similar to what you It's amazing that they saw galaxies, snails. Galaxies, like the way spiral galaxies go. The Milky Way. Fibonacci spirals, the way um, human face, we find it attractive, and so on and so forth. Mm. So people t like to claim that the Fibonacci uh, numbers are like, it's like nature's law of the universe. Why is it, the, why is it that all these thing. secret things and laws have, end with the, have an Italian name, Illuminati, Fibonacci? Well, Spaghetti. that's a very interesting question and I actually have a very serious answer, mm. which is that the Renaissance, which is French for rebirth, yep. the period where humans finally, after the medieval ages, stopped following the church and started chasing their own interests and being more secular and mm. thinking about philosophy more and religion less, started in Italy. Qua Italy. Exactly. Have you ever heard of the Medicis? Yes, of course. They're the ones it's who invented American money, right? Family. Exactly. They sponsored artists the likes of Leonardo da Vinci. Wait, they didn't invent money. And who, like people who triggered the Renaissance off, it all started in Italy. And therefore, a lot of Renaissance-related names like Illuminati, meaning the illumination, you know, mm. the lightning, right? Or like Fibonacci. We should have an Illuminati member come to our <laughs> show one day. How do we find them, though? I mean, they're announcing. And the how time. do we find a genuine one? Because a lot of people say Illuminati when all their words wash wash. It's bullshit. You know, the funny thing is, the people in the hood make it seem like you were so susceptible to getting involved with the Illuminati. They even have cars going around with speakers, with selling CDs on how to avoid the Illuminati. <laughs> it's as if the Illuminati are going round doors, like, hey, hey, this is like Jehovah's <laughs> Witnesses. Illuminati. Illuminati, one million dollars. Like nobody's doing that. I am not in any way. Yeah going to interact with the Illuminati in any kind of way. So but we might find a member in Kenya. segment of the show, mm. but like Clinton, you do captioning. Yeah. For and the Illuminati. The we said we were going to talk about was like all of the random things you learn as a captioner. Yeah. First of all, you could explain exactly what captioning is for the Kenyans who might be looking for online jobs. And then second, just like, you know, talk about like some of the random things you learn as a captioner. Uh, but, uh, let me say captioning, captioning is basically uh, Turning audio to text for right, yes, for, for example, because you see our world is full of this inclusion stuff, so mm -hmm. we, need, we need at least to, to uh, include some of the people with several disabilities mm -hmm. who can't hear, right? They need to see captions and uh, maybe we are subtitles, subtitles that's what most right. people know them as in some of the movies they see, in some of the videos they see, education Porn. material, all this. There's even porn, by the way. Because <laughs> uh, I've done captioning, captioning too. Yeah. It's adult captioning. Imagine reading a porn. Uh, it's a bit too hard, though. Like, <laughs> and you touched her. You but you'll get your, your book wet. <laughs> Eventually, you know. How? With the, when you're touching yourself while reading. Because you read with your hands, right? Yeah, but you're touching the book. That's like a DJ. Like, you have to girl, have skills. Like touching more. the book and then, you know. Yeah. Then Do they know where it is? 
where the book is? They probably don't know what a dick looks like. So how do you describe it? They know it? how it feels. They might draw a hammer. It's like, if I, I don't know what a dick looks like, but if you let me hold it, I'll recognize it. That's an ice picker blind for a blind girl. That's an ice picker blind for a blind girl. I have no idea what a dick looks like, but let me hold it. But let me find oh, out what yes, yours looks like. Yes. This is a carrot. Yes. This is a dick. Can I compare? And then but you go home with some weird shit. Dick, they wouldn't know from the vision what a, which one is a carrot and which one is a dick. You can so, only know by holding it. You ever notice that, for example, this is actually like a popular experiment. Where with dicks like, and carrots? Yeah, yeah, no, it's like like from the 18th century or something. This guy said that like perception let is you touch so much later dick. experience. Like if you take a blind person and you let them hold a sphere, huh, of course. and you let them hold a cube, they will learn how each feels mm. if one day they gain their sight and then you show them a cube and a sphere like the pictures of the two they can't tell you which is which, which. is which they don't they know they can't tell you the cube oh that one is the cube yeah. that one is, unless they hold it it's very so nice. like it's quite possible for a blind person to only know how a carrot and a dick are distinct from touching them but never from seeing them. So they might go shopping. Like they might go shopping. When they get their eyesight back, they might go shopping and see a bunch of cucumbers and be like, oh my God, look at all these dicks. Look at all these dicks. You know, it's, it's Getting amazing. ideas. You yeah. remember like, like we were talking about like David and... Uh, so uh, Transitioning from dicks to David. Yeah, look like how he says like every morning I pass by... This beautiful one of house. Those beautiful houses I've seen. The guy's blind. Mm. Like, how does he know they're beautiful? That. And we asked him one day, why do you say one of the most beautiful houses? How can you know the house is beautiful? You don't know what beauty is. And he says, well, because I have hung out with people who see so long, I kind of like figure out what words have impact on them. And you guys like to use adjectives like beautiful and ugly. So I use them so that you can feel, feel like comfortable. I fit in. And oh, it's because wow. I didn't know he was blind me neither. until he told me he was blind. But for the, for the people who are hearing the have conversations on Zoom calls. So captioning is more for people with impairments like those, like, like hearing, hearing, hearing impairments. Yeah. So, so that's, that's basically the function of functioning, uh, for captioning and transcription. Basically to include the people who have several right. disabilities to be able to fit in in the society. It's, be, it's becoming a bit more popular in Kenya. Yeah, let's do that further. It's becoming a lot more popular in Kenya as a freelancing yeah, avenue. Yeah, many people, as, as you all know, the age to five are very few nowadays. So, to some extent, it helps the... Uh, if you go by employment statistics in Kenya, you might think that most Kenyans just hang around in the house doing nothing. Yeah. Looking forward to their next starvation or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but a lot yeah. of Kenyans doing informal jobs that are neither <laughs> documented nor taxed. Like, yeah. random people on your WhatsApp status setting clothes and shoes and, and bed sheets. They don't tax. They don't, they don't submit the those tax. The econ economy in Kenya is huge. A lot of people have... Like ways to make money and they're not paying any taxes because yeah. it's not salaried. So you wonder when people yeah. complain about the government stealing, it's not like yeah, they're stealing. They're not even stealing your shit. You and I, John. Yeah, yeah, we're technically unemployed. We're just jobless bums. No, we're really unemployed. Jobless like, bums. Yeah, we're not just technically unemployed. We're also. In fact, we don't even exist. We don't exist. <laughs> no returns all day. I don't even have a job, bro. Yeah. I literally just we literally do vocal prostitution <laughs> where we do is like live phone sex vocal like prostitution phone. sounds like when a woman like sends like phone sex that's exactly that's exactly what we, that's exactly vocal what we do vocal prostitution is phone sex oh my god yeah we should start a business for vocal prostitution <laughs> vocal prostitution should be a yeah exactly that's, that sounds anyway so back to captioning the, what yeah. does it entail 
Well, he already said what it does entail. But yeah. uh, what is but the what is the work like, week? I, I want like more work details week. on, for example, what's a t- typical captioning project like? Ah, good, you, good, good. What are you doing? Uh, many projects in captioning are always uh, maybe education oriented, uh, lectures oriented, and maybe some mm-hmm. sort of uh, government related sort of seminars. Right. Yeah. So those are the uh, kind of videos that you always get. Uh, when it comes mm. to captioning, because uh, they prioritize matters like education and government issues. So those are the kind of uh, uh, right. videos or kind of content you might meet, you might uh, So your job like. is to listen to the video yes. and then write real life subtitles yes, yes, mm. yes. for it. Yes. Yeah, Just at this point, something interesting. You have to find, like, sometimes it's really difficult to translate one language directly into another. No, you don't have to translate. You don't, it's more just like putting down what you hear. Yeah, it's yeah. the same language. It's different from translation. Oh, okay, yeah, so yeah. if it's English, you're captioning in English for an English video. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, okay. So at this point, there was something interesting about captioning. You mentioned the types of uh, work you get in Kenya typically, but there's some interesting ones where you sit into private me- meetings that are supposed, supposed mm-hmm. to be super hush-hush. Like I remember sitting in uh, on a meeting for uh, GSK where they were talking about potential vaccines before they even came out, AstraZeneca and everything. So you get an inside look. So you look. heard about this shit yeah? before it was a thing? Like in 2019, maybe like November or something like that. Was the coronavirus already an outbreak? In China. Time? In China. And it this was... Were, a, I remember the coronavirus became an outbreak in October or November 2019. Hmm. Before in 2020, by around February, it had spread to the US. And then in Kenya, by March or April, we started having curfews. So it like just like went like in a, in a, in a bit of a network. A bit network. of a spiral. And you're telling me you heard about this shit before it was yeah. being announced? Yeah, but I didn't care about it because the media wasn't hyping it up. Which ties into what we were oh saying about God. how the media gives so things important. what did you hear in some They're just talking about the stage. NDA. No, I did, but, they, but you don't know what company it is, so they won't know if it's Fuck me. <laughs> They've never heard my voice. They only know me by my government name, and that's it. Right. So they won't even know. Which we are definitely not. So basically, they were talking about this, the stages of cl- clinical testing that their particular drug was at. I think it was GSK, so... Uh, GlaxoSmithKline. Yeah. They talk about what stage of testing their particular vaccine was at. And also how they were going to potentially make shortcuts in the have been bringing it to market despite it not clearing all the full tests. Right. So you could have learned about that before. It's only that you didn't really care what you were doing because it was it's quite um, exhausting. That reminds me of a conversation of we had in like a previous episode. I don't remember what episode, but remember when we were talking about gain of function research. Mm, that was like with episode when twelve. You have a, vac- a, a particular kind of bacterium or virus. And then by manipulating its DNA, super gonorrhea. It, yeah, exactly, super gonorrhea. You give it like added abilities, right? <laughs> Superpowers. It gains function. It gains superpowers. Of, yeah, gain of function research. And the idea behind coronavirus, because it's a variant of the flu family, is that it may have been manufactured in a laboratory, right? So there's gain of function research happening to give coronavirus more resist a more resistant like cell membrane. With the you know, corona means crown, FYI. Mm. and it's because it has nothing like to do with the beer, the by the way. Protrudings around the cell membrane of the coronavirus that allow it to like stick to human cells so well. You know? We should review corona beer at some point, by the way. Corona beer in one of our I reviews. I don't know if it's in Kenya, but it looks like it should taste good. It really used to be popular in... It's a Mexican beer. It's yeah. In the U.S. as soon as the coronavirus became... Either that or it will make you sick. I don't know. So what's the craziest thing you've ever captioned? What kind of video was it that like, was you were like, oh, this is some wild shit? 
there's a turn back you see sometimes you see we have low and high seasons sometimes mm. there are many lectures many seminars mm. many videos to transcribe and caption but sometimes you see during the low months that's when you get this wrestling 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 uh video mm. it's very very difficult especially mm. wwe or sometimes you can get music if you right. itself right it's inaudible people who are retarded disabled, maybe people with yep. disease, well, use the wrong word who are let me say autistic uh, autistic all these people right yeah, they sing and you have to transcribe there's a lot of kenyan musicians who sound autistic i'm <laughs> <laughs> not gonna mention who that's not willing mm, not really paul pose <laughs> <laughs> So it's, it's a reflection of sickness. Oh my God! He said that with his chest. He said that outright. Oh my God! Diana B. Like one of those like Kevin Hart shows. Like oh my God! Oh my God! Shut the fuck up! With Hamawan and Tolly. Hamawan and Tolly. Photograph. It's supposed to be called my one and only. Is that my shadiness in one picture? No, like she's holding him against a wall, so he's like. Like pose and then she's holding him no she's diana in his pose oh bati okay and his wife oh, i thought it was really paul and diana that would be an, an implosion and her wife who is bati and he's like dad a b is the wife and bati is she like food like, but it's hard to tell is what i'm saying but yeah. like he's just holding him against the walls like you know like it's holding a romantic pose what the fuck how is it romantic i know What kind of Kama Sutra is that? He looks like a total he's the feminine one in this relationship. He probably gets 96th. But, but he doesn't do 69. But all that BS I think it's for, it's for just cloud chasing. Yeah. Right. They just want public attention. Even that should so be. So WWE really. is really difficult to capture. Well, well. In a WWE you can get the EPL games. Mm, that is the worst. Yeah, 20 minutes long. Listening to people. But it Gore. makes you wonder who is getting this captioned? Isn't that copyright infringement? What do you mean? You're doing work for uh, I don't know. People were scammers. I don't copyright infringement. Because why are you captioning copyright infringement? No, you. Why are you transcribing it? Well, the match already happened. It's probably to be watched on some bootleg shit. Or for people who have like some kind of people who have some issues, they can watch it live still. No, but like a blind person see, can't a, a sound watch it, and, understanding and, is a plus. and a deaf mm-hmm. person can't listen to it. Mm. So they need the captioning. Oh yeah. So yeah, I think I think it's still important because it's just like about inclusivity for people with disabilities. What would you never caption? What would you be like, "No, that's too much. I'm not interested uh, in that at all." I don't think maybe an inaudible an inaudible uh, video, but all mm. these other things you are there to caption. Even an illuminated video? Right. If they can't You wouldn't be scared of getting illuminated illuminatified. No, but it's like being brainwashed. You're the person who has to caption it will get brainwashed in the process. I, I don't think so. You'll get illuminatized. Yes. You get illuminated. You get illuminated. I don't think there's a problem with that because once once at least you know both sides Luminate. of the coin, you can know when when things are going uh mm. and can know when things are going right. So mm. if right. if you want to be illuminated, you'll be illuminated. <laughs> if you want to be in the you dark, you say in the dark. To, to the other side of the right people, mm. you can stay. The mm-hmm. All right, so I think we should uh, yeah, this let's wrap it up with sure condoms. I actually enjoyed it. It was quite nice.
Yeah. yeah. Cheers, guys. We'll see you in the next one. This has been Think Shack. By the way, we have to drop some ideas that we've been having just to get people excited, get you mm-hmm. a bit more excited than you normally are. We're planning on switching to video. So right. if there's anything, any ideas, any you concepts you like. Balaclavas. And some hats. hats you know, get a whole set. I'm not going to show you our faces. So we'll, like, find some kind of That's going to be on the OnlyFans. Yeah. For like, I don't know, 200. Only for fans. Only for fans. Anyways, so we will be doing, we'll be switching to video progressively. Let us know what ideas you'd like for the set or for right. our clothes. And then that would mean I that. I already have a piece of artwork I want to put in the background. Yeah. Um, we're not going to tell you everything, but we're going to surprise you because it's going to be uh, legendary. So s- this is coming soon. Right. And uh, we hope to have you all as we transition yeah, into, into, transgender. into transgenders. This has been Think Shack. See you on the next one. Bye bye. This has been Ramsey. This is Jean. And Clinton. Bill Clitoris. Clitoris. Bill Clinton. <laughs> All right. Cheers, guys. Cheers.